Welcome to the Seeking Success Podcast. We're here to help you reach your career goals. Are you considering a career change? Is your career in a slump? Are you trying to get ahead, struggling or striving? Then you are in the right place. We share resume, LinkedIn profile, and interviewing advice from an award-winning nationally recognized career expert, Tamara Dowling. Hi, welcome to our podcast. Our goal is to share tips in a convenient, quick format so you can get on with your day. Let's talk about what's happening in the realm of resume writing, LinkedIn profile prep, and job interviewing. Today's topic is, is it worth the effort to customize your resume? In a word, yes. Customizing your resume is well worth the effort because it will increase your chances of passing the ATS. That is the Applicant Tracking Software Screening. That's the software that most large and mid-sized employers use to process resumes, so you definitely want to get past that. Furthermore, you'll be more attractive to a human reader when your resume is aligned with the requirements of the target job. If you're not convinced, consider this survey we found. The Society of Human Resources Managers provided insight in their 2014 survey titled Resumes, Cover Letters, and Interviews. They inquired, how important do you consider to be for a job candidate's resume to be tailored to the job? Of those who responded, 42% think tailoring a resume to the job is very important, and 45% identified it as important. Wow, that only leaves 13% who rated resume customization as less than important. So if customization is such a wise strategy, why don't more candidates customize their resume for each job target? Well, many candidates feel it will take too much time or effort. True, it takes a bit of effort, but the reward of an interview is definitely worth it. Don't worry about other candidates who elect to keep it simple with a single resume strategy. Their lack of insight plays into your competitive advantage when you adopt a customized resume strategy. So let's talk about how to customize. The first step is to research the target job. Read the job posting and highlight major duties and requirements. If the posting is brief or if this is a cold target, meaning there is no posting, you can conduct additional online research to define requirements for your target job. Sources for this information include job sites such as indeed.com or simplyhire.com. An important source is LinkedIn to uncover job postings and also to review profiles of candidates who currently hold the job you are seeking. Step two, identify your relevant skills. Which skills do you have that match the requirements of your target job? If you need to fill gaps, consider tangential skills. Step three, update your resume profile, often called a summary statement. The profile is the quick snapshot of the value that you offer based on your target. This should be a three to four line statement. Skip the fluff and avoid cliches. Instead, your statement should reflect the experience necessary for the target job. For example, that might be international experience, success in particular markets, expertise in certain technologies, and knowledge of subjects. Also, remember to share credentials that strengthen your candidacy, such as industry certifications, graduate-level degrees, or prestigious awards. Step 4. Update and reformat items in the Areas of Expertise section. An Areas of Expertise or a core competency section on a resume is a terrific way to communicate your top skills. In a quick glance, the reader can see your top skills. It serves as a checklist 
proving you are a qualified candidate. Focus on actual job skills and not soft skills or professional characteristics. For example, rather than writing a soft skill such as strong communicator, use a job skill such as executive presentations. Present your skills in a concise, quick-to-read manner. Strive for one or two words to describe the skill. Step 5. Going beyond the top third of page 1 on your resume. If you are pursuing a position that deviates sharply from the theme of your resume and your history, you may need to make changes beyond the profile and areas of expertise sections. For example, if you are creating a career change resume, it sometimes becomes necessary to alter the structure and content throughout the resume. You might need to add accomplishments that showcase expertise particular to your new goal. Outside of major career changes, customization is generally limited to the profile and area of expertise sections. If you have questions about how to customize your resume, write me at td at seekingsuccess.com. I'd be happy to help you devise a customization strategy. Now let's check today's email inbox. Today's featured question is about following up after an interview. So the question is, what is the best way to follow up with a company after an interview? Are companies expecting a follow-up? How long should I wait? Is an email all right or should I send a formal letter in the mail? Well, it's wise to thank the interviewer for his or her time and consideration. Taking time to send a thank you message is the hallmark of a professional. However, a follow-up message has a greater purpose. The content of your message communicates how you are an ideal match for the target job. In other words, here's another chance to sell yourself. A follow-up email or letter should be sent within 24 hours of an interview. Email is perfectly acceptable. Most people prefer email. In your message, thank the interviewer. Mention something from your discussion that underscores how you can fill the hiring employer's need. Be specific. Create a smart follow-up strategy and you will have another chance to sell yourself and increase your odds of gaining a second interview. Great question. Let's close our podcast with the tip of the day. Today's tip is skip the early history on your resume. Well, early history is a relative term. For most candidates, showing 10 to 15 years of history is appropriate. Your recent history is the most relevant to the reader. Regarding education, if your degree is more than five years old, you no longer need to show the dates of graduation or the details of your academic honors, accomplishments, and campus clubs. There are exceptions. If you take an extended career break, you may need to show the earlier history so that you meet the minimum requirement for work experience. Another exception is if you are changing occupations to what you did in the beginning of the career. If so, you might need early history to show that you are qualified. If you fall in these categories, write me about strategies for displaying that history. Well, that brings us to the end of today's podcast. I said it would be quick. Each person is unique based on career history, strengths, and goals. These suggestions that we share in our podcast are just guidelines. If you have a question, please write me. I would love to hear from you. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you will listen again. In the meantime, please visit us online at SeekingSuccess.com. That's S-E-E-K-I-N-G-S-U-C-C-E-S-S dot com.